Welcome, Welcome to, to Mock, Mock Footage. Footage. I really like movies. I do too, but I haven't seen too many. And that's why we're going to watch a bunch together. We'll make sure to keep it swear-free for Grandma. Definitely, and we will be talking about major plot details, so consider this your spoiler warning. Oh, I wonder what we're going to watch this week. Hello and welcome to Mock Footage. My name is Joseph Langlois, and this week we will be watching Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. My name is Ray Hiroso, and Indiana and his dad date a girl at the same time. Okay. And it's weird. Okay. Also, Nazis are back? Nazis are back. Both parties are dating the same girl. Both, And by both parties, I mean Indiana Jones and his dad. His dad is a character in this movie. Dad is in this movie. You talked about his dad before and uh, when we were talking about Temple of Doom. And you told me what his profession was. Do you remember what that was? Um... I should have listened to the episode. I did. Warm up. Uh, and then we took a couple of weeks off. And uh, he, now like, I forgot. <laughs> he like owns a pharmacy or something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Oh, got it! <laughs> you remembered what you said with your mouth. Wow. You think I remember what I said yesterday? <laughs> you think I do that, Joseph? How, how does local pharmacy owner dad, played by who? Um... Old guy McGee. Um, I don't. Uh, uh, my my first in- inkling is that his first name is Will. Will Farrell? No. <laughs> no, he's not in this franchise, and it's not Willem Dafoe. <laughs> it's not Will Ferdell. Can we get older? Will Turner? Look up actors named. From Pirates of the Caribbean? <laughs> it's not Will Smith. Prince William? No, it's not 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 him either. What if it's actually William Shatner though? Okay. That's that's a William of appropriate age. Yeah, William Shatner uh plays his dad, and we learn that he was actually an archaeologist before he became a pharmacist, before Indy mm. uh, was conceived. I see. So and he used to be a digger. Why did he stop? Why did he stop being a, a digger, an archaeologist? Because he broke his arm. He broke his during arm during an expedition, and so now he and has this 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 fear. He's like, "Oh, it's dangerous it's to be dangerous an archaeologist." Work. Which you, is funny because we've seen Indy in action. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, but that is why he is vehemently against Indiana Jones uh, um, becoming an archaeologist and historian and professor. But he okay. did it, and his daddy not happy about it. And so far, regarding plot, the only thing that you've mentioned is that um, dad and Indiana are in a love triangle with some lady. Some lady dates both of them. Now we're back in the we're back in the timeline, right? This takes place after the first movie. So is this lady Correct. that they're dating uh Marion? No, Marion is not in this movie. Okay. And it's sad. What about I don't think um, ever... Billy No. Billy No. 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 
She's not. Willie Scott. It. That was her name. Another Will. No. Okay. It's not her. It's who, a. Who is it? It's a femme fatale who betrays them. Okay. Marissa. <laughs> I almost said Tortellini. Marissa Tortellini. <laughs> Yeah. Marissa Tortellini. She's an Italian. Obviously, <laughs> she is in in league with the Nazis secretly. She's not a Nazi. She's not but a Nazi. She was hired by the Nazis. Right. Exactly. Which is just as bad. Just so we're clear. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, she she's hired by the Nazis to to distract uh, Indiana and his dad. Um. Dakota. <laughs> Dakota, right. Um uh Mr. uh Jones Sr. Dakota Dr. Jones. Jones. Dakota Jones. Oh, that's a really good name. I'm gonna name a player character that in one of in a tabletop I'm gonna do in the future. So uh so what did I say Marissa? Yeah, Marissa Tortellini. <laughs> Oh no! I'm so sorry. Marissa Spaghetti. Uh, stop! No, I'm so sorry. Um, Marissa. Say the name, right? Say the name. I will not. No, Marissa Torres. Marissa Tortellini. Sorry. <laughs> Hired by the Nazis. God, this is t- <laughs> This sucks. All of this sucks. Oh my god. <laughs> Tell me about how Marissa Tortellini was hired by the Nazis and what she did. She had sex with Indiana and his dad. That much I am That's certain. That's what the Nazis hired her for? <laughs> no, but she's there to distract them. And she's okay. a woman, so obviously mm-hmm. she uses her body to distract them. Of course. Blah. Um. Oh. That seems on par for the kind of the production standards of the series so far. Yeah, doesn't that suck? It sucks. Um, what mm. are Indiana and his dad trying to accomplish? They're trying to track down the last remaining Nazis who have an archaeological artifact. Okay, what's the artifact? Um, the the most of the goblet of fire. The uh, it's the round table. It's the round table from the Arthur mythos. Okay. And does it have any special powers? Um, when, uh, however many people, is it six or seven people sit at it? I I feel like it's seven. Um, of course, it's always seven. Seven stars. Name all of the knights of the round table that we can. We got Galahad. We got Galahad. We got Lancelot. We got King Arthur. Yep. Uh, there's more. There are more of them. Yeah, but here's the thing. I only remember Mordred and Morgan Le Fay, and neither of them are Knights of the Round Table. Neither of them are Knights of the Round Table. So we did really good. Four out of seven. Quinn? Quinn. 
Gwyn. Something. Gwyn. Guinevere? No. Uh, Guinevere yeah. is Arthur's lovely Blue. lady. Hold on. No. Is Merlin? No, Merlin just stands there. Merlin is not a member of the. We did really Merlin well. Stands. We got our. We got the members. I think the bit is done. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to Google the answer. I was just curious for myself. So if 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 seven people sit at the round table, um, a, a digital map opens up. A digital center. map. Yeah. So we're getting to sci-fi stuff now. Well, a little bit. Yeah, kind of. It was aliens, actually. <laughs> Hints towards the next movie. Okay. Um, uh, it points to the location of the sword in, in the stone. Okay. The actual sword in the stone that Arthur used to defeat um, Excalibur. Evil. Yes, Excalibur. Thank you. Um, I am trying to think uh, since the first crusade I thought of was the English destroying everyone, so I, that's why I came to Arthur's. Yeah. <laughs> conclusion with Arthur is the the creation of you know the UK. Mm-hmm. Um. But the more I think about the crusade, maybe it's about, you know, Christianity again. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Uh, but we're going to stick with my Arthur mythos. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. <clears throat> with, with, with option to maybe it's about Christian stuff. But we are going forward under the premise that the hidden artifact that the, the splinter cell of Nazis... Because I assume this takes this takes place a little bit in the future. This is after World War II, but there's still some like hidden underground Nazis, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And oh man. They have a table. <laughs> <laughs> they have a table. Here's the thing. Um, they have the table, but they don't have the chairs. Okay. So they have to gather the chairs. The ch- chairs are gathered throughout the movie. What I really like about this movie is that it I just like made there's up. hints to the location of the chairs, and they have to gather them up like the seven Dragon Balls. Yes. Okay. Or the seven stars, but yes. Um, the thing is, is that I just made a really good movie because there's like a tenth sequence. Uh, about three-fourths of the way that includes all the main characters, including the bad guy Nazis, like sitting at the table and all seeing where the sword is. Yeah. And then they have to find the sword. Yeah. Uh, in a in a bit of a, a scramble. In a scramble. Because the sword has lightning powers. Or the sword has banishment powers. Banishment powers. Okay, yeah. We need something biblical here. Something on the same power scaling as the first movie, at least. Yes. Banished. They get banished. What does that mean? It means they're gone from here. They go to hell. They were here, and now they're in hell. Now they're in hell. <laughs> Unless you're pure of heart and don't look at the sword like Indy does, <laughs> and, then, and then it goes through him? <clears throat> oh, God. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay, I have teased that the fact that Indiana knows how to fly a plane but not how to land it is important in this movie. Can you tell me how that comes up? Um, uh, it's because his dad knows how to fly or knows how to land a plane. Okay, so they get into uh, a plane together and Indy's flying it, and then his dad takes over to land it. Yes. Okay. And they don't crash. And they don't. Crash. Unlike the There's second. No movie. crashes in this movie. What would make more sense is that Indy just references the fact that he doesn't know how to land a plane. 
during a, a flight sequence. Yeah, but I'm guessing, I'm asking, how do they get into that flight sequence in the first place? How do they find themselves in a plane? Um, um, because, like, if Indy doesn't know how to land a plane, he, I don't think he's going to take off. You know, he's not going right, to be like, oh, I, I'll do it. I'll fly. And then in the air be like, oh, shoot. Now I remember. I don't know what to do. They're being chased by Nazi gunmen. From where? Like, like they're being chased and then they just end up in a hangar and they're like, well, this is our only escape option? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay, okay. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Were it so oh. simple. Um, and <laughs> um, the other thing that I really wanted to... Oh, are there any cool, like... Traps and tricks and mazes and riddles or anything like that in this movie. Because that's been something that's been kind of sorely lacking in this series so far. Yeah, they still are because um, his uh, his dad is more elderly, so they can't do as much action. Okay. Uh, stuff. Indy still, like, does, like, a leap uh, at some point. A leap? And, like, what kind of leap? Yeah. Um, uh, uh, a horizontal long jump. <laughs> you good but i get you with that uh, one you did um <laughs> you look so confused you look so confused i'm so sorry this horizontal long jump totally is hired by nazis <laughs> and I think we are just about ready to watch the movie. We just want to leave this franchise, don't we? Is that, or do we want to sit here and stew in the icker? I do think we got to stew in the icker, but that's not what we're talking about right now. I do, is there anything else about the plot that's important to you that you want to you bring up before we before we wrap up here? Um, Andy listens in on a conversation by standing on a balcony like on the edge of a a thing like on the outside of a building what happens with marissa tortellini um she get away she get away okay and yeah are there like are there any interesting main villains in the nazi group or are they just kind of just kind of a, an amalgamous blob of this is these are the nazis yeah um uh yeah, cuz uh, all the rest of them died in the first one. Okay. So there's no there's no Bellux. There's no uh Heinrich or whatever that guy's name was. Dietrich. No, they're mo- a lot more mysterious, but they they are there okay. and we 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 get we don't get to know but we know who's in charge and they're at the round table. Okay. Along with a couple others. Okay. Um and presumably Indiana also gets up to quite a bit of Nazi killing in this movie. Yeah, as we know, um, Indiana Jones kills Nazis. Thank goodness. Yes, thank goodness. Somebody had to. Okay, well, I think it's time for us to wrap it up. Ray, what was your favorite line from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade? Uh, my favorite line from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade was, Dad, that was my rocket launcher, after his dad shoots a rocket launcher at some Nazis. Mm, I see. Dad. Daddy. 
Dad, that was my rocket launcher. Why do I sound like a teen? Hey! Hey, Dad! Hello, folks. Joe here with the popcorn break, and instead of the usual thing where I promote other shows, I'm instead going to give you a brief announcement this week from Mock Footage. Mock Footage will no longer be on the Lunar Light Studio network of podcasts. Ourselves, as well as many of the other creators that made up that network, uh, have left Lunar Light Studio. And if you'd like more details about why, uh, you can find our Twitter announcement that we posted on August 3rd of 2020. Um, it's not going to be super important for the show going forward. We're still going to be making this show. We're still going to be on a network filled with most of the people that we were making podcasts with before. But just so that you're aware of what's going on, we are no longer part of Lunar Light Studio, but we are still making podcasts and we are still part of this community. Um, specifically, all of the shows that have moved with us are Artificial Ghost Radio, Bad Romance Podcast, Deck of Friendship, Ending Pending, Forced Friends Rewatch, Gaming New Horizons, Ourselves Mock Footage, Netflix and Kill, The Cryptid Keeper, Trans Questioning Podcast, and What You Call It. So thank you for your patience, as there has been a little bit of a gap between the last episode and this one, uh, but we should be on schedule going forward, and we are excited to give you more news about what is coming next. Thank you for listening, and let's get into the rest of the episode. What were you just saying a second ago, Ray? You were like, ba ba da ba I was. I did do that, didn't I? <laughs> Bah, How you bah, feeling? Bah, bah. Um, I think I'm okay. Last Crusade was fun. Yeah. Um, more like uh, son and dad bonding time. Am I right? Yeah. It, uh, in very like, many um, ways, it is a movie about as is a movie about family ties. Um, more like um, uh, dad son road trip to find Jesus's cup. Am yeah. I right? Got to find the Jesus cup. Gotta find the Jesus Indiana cup. Jones. Gotta find the and Jesus cup. G- Indiana Jones and the cup of Jesus. Mm-hmm. I, th- I mean, if they said Holy Grail, it would have ruined it, right? Yeah, yeah. Although I, you were pretty close. You, you wanted that to be the the night. You wanted it to be the round table. That I wanted it to had. be Arthur. Arthur but Lord. it was connected to Arthur. In fact, they did directly reference the myth of King Arthur in this movie because yes. the big artifact that they were chasing this time was the Holy Grail, which is said to give everlasting life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and there was a map involved. There was a map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's. Uh, a lot Do happens in this movie. A lot yeah. happens in this movie. Do so. your thingy. There's a big cast, too. Um, Indiana Jones receives a package from Venice, Italy, and the package is the diary kept by his father over the years during... Henry Jones. Henry Jones during his quest for the Holy Grail. It's been his life's work. And this life's work has caused a bit of a divide between the Jones boys. They haven't really spoken in over two decades. Chasing down clues, Indiana finds that his father has been imprisoned by nazis and he rescues his father but loses the diary in the process more clues are uncovered there's also kind of an away team with marcus brody 
Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Marcus, Marcus Brody, Brody, who's this kind of bumbling museum curator um, who goes off to start searching for the grail while Indiana Jones is continuing to, to rescue rescue his dad. And so then the rest of the movie is kind of, there's a lot of the Jones boys running from and escaping and fighting Nazis. Um, and then eventually all parties involved end up at the resting place of the grail. And there's a series of trials that Indiana has to overcome using clues that his dad unearthed during his search for the grail. Um, Indiana Jones is able to correctly identify the Holy Grail and use it to save his dying father from a bullet wound. The Holy Grail is lost due to the greed of one of the villainous parties involved, uh, Elsa Tortellini, who falls (laughs) into the earth. Because of greed. Because of greed. Um, But the two of them are able to begin repairing their relationship and move on to the next great adventure. Which is... um fatherhood yeah they have a lot of they have a lot of time to make up for lost time to make up no i'm talking about crystal skull the next great adventure oh i see i see (laughs) crystal skull we got to talk about whether or not we're actually going to cover that movie i know let's do that later on um yeah no we can we have to do this so this movie is the favorite of a lot for a lot of people the favorite in this series like it it did everything the first movie did but better, and also Sean Connery's in it. Sean Connery is in it. And this is the first movie I've ever seen with Sean Connery in it, and you can never say ever again that my Sean Connery impression is bad can you because it is spot on. Give me a little bit more of your Sean Connery impression. No. <laughs> just a touch just a touch more. Okay, I have to find something to read. Hold on. No, just tell me about your your tryst with uh, Marissa Tortellini. I can't. I'll just start laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just start laughing. Um, Sean Connery's in this movie. Bless. Uh, good job. Uh, Last Crusade. Sala's in this movie, more importantly. Yes. Uh, the best character. <laughs> Love Sala. I was worried he was only going to be in that one scene yeah. when Brody got captured. Uh, but, but no, once he it, joins the movie, he's pretty much in it for the rest yeah, of it. He's there for the whole like last he, third of the movie. He's perfect still to the point that he like points a gun at a group of Nazis and he says, put your guns away, please. <laughs> or when he's trying to save uh, Jones Sr. Uh, and tips his hat to him even though he's falling off tips the tank. Tips his hat to him as he's catching up to the tank. <laughs> yeah, it's a very he's a very good and polite person, and I love him so much. Um, what were some of your favorite action sequences? I actually really like the tank sequence, although I think it dragged on way too much. I don't. I wouldn't say way too much, but it did drag on longer it than dragged I needed. On. It did drag on, yeah. Um, but it was... I think it's because it was two fights going on at the same time. It's internal and yeah. external tank fighting. Although um, the thing is that the internal fight really wasn't much of a fight. It was just exactly. Marcus I think that's why and Henry being tied up. That's why it dragged on. I think for me, I was really glad. Like there was a lot of like you know troops jumping onto the tank or whatever and continuing to add bodies to the fight, and then there was that big truck that pulled up, and I was like, oh no, here we go. Here's a bunch more guys that we're going to have to go through. But instead, we just see the whole thing get blown up, which was very good. Which is very good. Um, 
uh, Joan Sr., Dad. I'm just going to call him Dad because that's what Indy calls him. Yep. As he should. <laughs> uh, Dad uh, does not shoot a gun in this movie. Uh, and they make it a point for him to not shoot a gun. But instead, he shoots a tank. He does a, shoot a tank. A small truck of Nazis. The first, point his blank. first kill. He has this hilarious little quirk where throughout the entirety of the movie, no matter what they're doing or where they're going, he holds on to a briefcase, which is never opened, and mm-hmm. an umbrella, and it never rains. He does use the umbrella to scare a flock of birds into killing a Nazi plane. That's a Final Destination move right there. It's, it was his first kill. <laughs> and, it, and he was so jovial about he it. He was. He was like... He's like, I learned that from somebody. The Bible uh, or something. Uh, some Yeah. And then Indy just looks at him like, huh, my dad's a killer now. Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> uh, tell me about Marissa. Okay, so one of the characters <laughs> in this movie is Elsa Schneider, and she is... She is presented as a per- she's a contact that that in Indiana is supposed to meet up with when he arrives in Venice. And at first, she seems to be a person who is helping them uh, in their quest to uncover the Grail and rescue his father. Because at first, all that Indiana really cares about is rescuing his dad. But it it is revealed during the escape sequence that she was a Nazi double agent. Also, she did ha- uh, have an affair with both <laughs> with both Joneses. Um, and yeah. also she was not it was it was kind of portrayed as though she was not super invested in Nazi ideology. Um, but she was working with the Nazis, which as you like said I is said, just as bad. Still working with the Nazis. Yep. Yeah, because the first time she turned around on them, she was like super proud of the fact that she had like pulled a, pulled the wool over India's eyes and was like, "I was a double agent and I got you." And then after that, like she keeps like having these like little misgivings and these little like, "Oh, you don't do you really have to be so mean and Nazi like?" And it's like, "Dog, you're with them." It's too late for you. And- and Indy says it in the perfect way. He says, you stood up to be counted with the enemy. Like, you put yourself in this situation. So you don't, you can't, like, have the moral high ground now. You, right. You put yourself there. I really like how the movie says that people who work with Nazis are Nazis. Mm-hmm. Because when Donovan died, because he drank from the wrong grail, he, his eyes went inside his skull and then he turned into bones and dust. Uh, there was a little Nazi symbol. He had a little Nazi pin. And they're like, hey, he was a Nazi because he was working with the Nazis. Yep. Wow. You don't have to be German to be a Nazi. Wow. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, that's enough about Nazis. Uh, lots of Nazis die in this movie. Good yeah. job. Remember when they said in the second movie they didn't want to make the villains the Nazis again? Yeah. Because they and remember how people. much more fun it was to watch like boatloads of guys get killed when we knew that they were nazis instead of just people people with a religion (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i remember that i felt much more good about killing people in this one uh the 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 flagpole into the 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 motorcycle Mm -hmm. spokes good move it was fun it was was so much fun to watch him fly up in the air like that yeah a big boom into the sky um, 
I feel like more in this movie than either of the others is that incidental good fortune comes to Indy a lot more frequently in this movie. You would think that but it happens prob- all the time, but it's honestly like status quo for Indiana huh. Jones. I feel like it's just more prominent uh, because his dad isn't a fighter. He's a bumble friend. Yeah. Uh, so maybe that's why it's it's more at the forefront that some some good things just happen sometimes. To also, them. vehicles explode when they shouldn't. A lot uh, in this movie. How many times did I say, why did that person explode? <laughs> at least six? At least six. It was really funny, though. Uh, um, what did you think of the blimp scene? Which part? The whole the tickets, start beginning the ticket, to end. Beginning to end. It was fantastic. Loved it. <laughs> Uh, there are some very choice lines in this movie, and watching Indy throw a Nazi out of a blimp is also very fun. And what did he say after he threw the Nazi out of the blimp and he was wearing the flight attendant's uniform? No ticket. <laughs> and then, and then everyone everybody pulls out their tickets. Presenting their beer. tickets. <laughs> like, oh god, this man's gonna throw me out of the blimp if I don't show him my ticket. Uh, also continuing from uh, all of the movies is Indy wearing clothes that are too small for him. Yeah, he always finds the smallest guy to like take into the back how room and beat up. How big is Harrison Ford? How tall is that it's man? He's like six feet tall. How muscular looks, is Harrison Ford? He looks like he's a big he's a big guy. Cause like he's six one. Okay. God, he's seventy eight years old and he's still hot. <laughs> There's no... He drank from the grail, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. That scene, that scene where Indiana Jones that was takes real. a sip from the the actual Holy Grail. That was documentary. Him and Sean Connery are going to live forever because they both drank from How the grail. How old is Sean Connery? How old is Sean Connery? Was Sean Connery older than Indiana Jones? Wait. Sean Connery is 89 years old. There, these numbers are way too high, Joe. <laughs> these numbers are wrong. He turns 90 in two days. Oh, happy birthday, Sean Connery. Happy birthday, Sean. I swear, like, these people are in their 50s right now. <laughs> You're lying. There's a there's a, a, time, a time slip in their lives. <laughs> and they're now 90 when they should be 50. We kind of talked during the movie, and I think you kind of mentioned about how this movie is kind of a perfect sequel of the first one, uh-huh. where it, it takes all of the good bits and it refines them. It adds some new things. It adds mm-hmm. some new themes. Um, but it's like it's just a bigger, brighter, better version of the first movie. Mm-hmm. And not, and that's not really to take anything away from the first movie. I I still no. think the first movie is good in a lot of ways. And yeah, it's special in a lot of ways. But I think, I think this one moves at a faster pace. Yeah. But also, what really set me liking this movie was the catacomb scene. I the catacomb that... scene. Well, even before that, you said when they were when they were like originally setting up the mystery back at the oh yeah back at the museum and like. That is, again, that's an archetype taken from the first movie. Like, 
somebody comes in with some serious information to the museum, there's like 10 to 15 minutes of setup of them being like, all right, here's the information. These are the people I'm working with, but maybe I can't trust them. And like, mm-hmm. you and know, then movie happens and then movie happens. And then we travel across the world and we, we go to the location and that, well, but this time it's multiple locations. It's multiple locations and there are multiple things to track down. There's the diary, there's dad, there's the Holy Grail itself. There's dad again. Yeah. Um, and then there's also, they had to find their bond. James Bond. Sean Connery. <laughs> I'm Connery. Sean Connery. Come on, Ray. Uh, no, we finally got... Uh, <laughs> The only the thing about my Sean Connery impression is that I say Sean Connery. Yeah, and you that's only say it. his name. <laughs> this it's is me. my Sean, Sean Connery, Connery impression. And oh, did you like the little bit where um, Indiana and Elsa switched hats and they like India was like, "Oh, I'm a Scottish lord now. I'm an oh art." Oh my god, that was absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. That's I loved so it. Funny. I didn't say anything while we were watching it because I wanted to revel in it. It was so bad. <laughs> that's how they that's how they like get into the castle and it's so funny and it's like it doesn't fit in with the rest of the movie at all and I well, usually forget about it. I'm surprised I remembered it now. I'm like it was it was great. It was fantastic. It's really good. This is my son and his name is Henry Jones Jr. Yes, it's Jr. <laughs> I named myself after the dog dad. Sorry, I named myself after the dog, Dad. The dog's cooler than you. You never paid attention to me. I have fond memories with that dog, Dad. This is my Indiana Jones voice now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's me, Angsty Indy. Angsty Indy. <laughs> Angsty Indy is a great name for a Paramore cover band. I guess. Evanescence. Yeah. Okay. Um, Queen? It's not the, My Chemical Romance. It's not the band that they're covering that I'm hesitating. Panic at the Disco. Okay, let's move on. You don't like my name! <laughs> well, guess what, Joe? You have your own opinions, and that's valid. I guess one thing is, like, I, I keep bringing up that I, I really love this movie, and it, it holds up in a lot of ways, and I was even, even, I was surprised at how much I liked it watching it again. It's yeah. been it's been a while. I think what sets this apart is that the first ten minutes sets the origin story for us. Well, I guess what I want to know is, um, I I have a really big ties to this movie, uh, and I watched it when I was a kid. I watched it with my dad, and I still I call my dad Pop. And watching this movie, I think is is probably in in part like there's part of the reason that I do that is because. Indy calls his dad Pop in this movie. I've never heard you call your dad Pop in my you life. Don't, you're not my dad, right? <laughs> but I've been in a room with you and your dad, and I've never co- heard you call him Pop. Well, I do. It's a secret. It's a. It's only. It's a rule that's only allowed when no one is around. My point is that this this movie, while it's not like something that I call one of my favorite movies or anything like that, it's definitely important to me, and it's definitely. You know, I have nostalgic ties to it. So I want to know, Ray, is this movie worth watching without that lens of nostalgia and without those roots? I think so. Um, I think it carries the continuity of the other two films well. I think it improves on them. Mm-hmm. Um, the 
it's fun to see the characters play off of each other. Uh, it's entertaining. Um, yeah. The action sequences are well choreographed. A bit silly at times, but that's part of the fun camp. Yeah. Um, and it features Sala. So, yeah. It's I got think Sala. It's a, there it's like, there I, I, without the lens of nostalgia, I enjoyed this movie, and I recommend it to other people. I'm interested to know. I know you don't have a perfect way to answer this because you have watched all three but i would say as far as i know i haven't done extensive research but as far as i know there's far less problems with this movie than the other two i didn't run into as many problems um would you say obviously no one should watch the temple of doom but would you say that watching the first movie is important to see this one or do you think that this could be kind of a standalone thing i think you still need the first one you think so I think it, it heightened my experience, at least. Okay. So, I am biased. Okay. If I saw Last Crusade, First Crusade, then I don't know if I would have liked it as much, because I would be like, why is he afraid of snakes? Yeah. Even though they show us. Or like, why is the hat so cool? Like, the first movie set up the set, iconic set up stuff, some, yeah. and then this one plays off of that. Yeah. And without being overbearing. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, the only thing that you miss out on in Temple of Doom is the plane bit, which we've already talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Indiana Jones has to fly a plane and he doesn't know how to land it, so he crashes instead. And that happens in this movie, too. So there you go. Don't watch And Temple here's the Doom. thing. Even if he said that, you would have been just like, oh, he had another adventure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and his just dad was, wasn't there for it. Do you think you want to watch Crystal Skull for this podcast? Not yet. <laughs> If we, if it's not now, it's not gonna happen. I okay. You know what? Here, I'll leave it. I'll leave it to the fans. Uh, yeah. If the fans think we should watch Crystal Skull, we'll watch Crystal Skull at some point. We'll post. The, we'll post the, a poll. Put, put, yeah. Um. Should we watch Crystal Skull? Yes or no? That's it. That's it. That's, that's it. it that's, that's all. all. All right, folks, I think that's going to do us. Uh, thank you so much, Ray, for watching this movie with me. It's It was a treat. Um, thank you so much to Ryan Chongo for letting us use the song Hat of Serenity off of his album Hat Shop. Uh, you can find it on his Bandcamp. And thank you, Ross Jerson, for doing our cover art. We love it so much. Yes, thank you, Ross. Thank you, Ryan. And thank you once again, listener, for joining us. You can find us on Twitter at MockFootage. You can send an email to MockFootage at gmail.com and let us know what movies you want to watch. Let us know if you have any longer sentiments that you want to get across. If it's something shorter, you can always leave us a review with a five-star rating and let us know what you think of the show. Continue sharing the show with your grandmas. That's important to us. Mm -hmm. We have got to corner the grandma market. Um... But outside of that, uh, thank you all for your patience as we took a little break here too. Um, uh, we a lot of a lot of things. Life life just kind of happened all at once. So uh, we're glad to be back, and we're excited to keep moving forward. And uh, that's that's all. That's that's it. So how do we end this show? We talk about a line, right? What we talk your, about a line. What was your favorite line from this movie? He chose. Poorly. <laughs> yes, yes, yes.